This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Well, this year, the Canadian Football League will have played a full 18-game schedule for the first time since 2019. No matter what team you root for, fans of three-down football are glad the game is back. The CFL navigated some very rough waters to make it to Week 1. Players went on strike as training camps began and voted down the first CBA agreement before finally reaching a deal with the league. A prolonged work stoppage following a cancelled 2020 campaign and a shortened 2021 season would have been disastrous for the league and its players, but the crisis was fortunately averted. Joining me now to talk about much better days ahead is Randy Ambrosi. He is a CFL commissioner. Randy, thank you for joining us. Jazz, it's nice to be with you. So let's talk a little bit about uh, you coming to Vancouver. What brings you into our fair city? Well, I'm uh, here for tomorrow night's uh, Lions-Bombers game, which is going to be, uh, you know, uh, it's an important game for the Lions. They've they burned the playoff spot, but of course they're now battling again, battling with Calgary to see who's going to host the um, the Western semifinal. So it's uh, it's a big game, and I didn't want to and I didn't want to miss it. So I spent the you know talking to, uh, to to the citizens of BC and hopefully getting them excited about what I believe is going to be a, a great game tomorrow night uh, here in here in BC and, in, and at BC Place. Um, you know, one of the challenges your league and all leagues have had to deal with is, of course, COVID. Um, do you think uh, the league is back where it needs to be right now? Or are there still, is it still going to take a bit of time in regards to gate sales, uh, excitement, energy? Are, are you there yet or, or is there more work to do? Yeah, Jazz, there is more work to do. And you know what, uh, what we're seeing across the board and we're talking to you know, basically the entire uh, sports and entertainment industry are still seeing a, a segment of the population that are not quite there yet. Their confidence is not, uh, hasn't returned to, you know, to join large groups. So, you know, attendance has been a little soft, although, you know, uh, here in Vancouver, uh, with great season. And uh, in fact, I, I think we're expecting a very large crowd at BC Place tomorrow night. So I think we're starting to see that confidence uh, you know, come back. But, you know, again, I, I would say I think we all feel like we've still got a little bit more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been talk of Vancouver potentially being a, a great cup host once again uh, sometime in the near future. Or, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, this is a great, great cup city. Let's be, uh, let's be clear about that. And, you know, the Canadian Football League is looking forward to the day that we come back to Vancouver. You know, this has been the this has been the site of many great Grey Cup games. BC Place has hosted a number of great Grey Cup games. I happened to play in one in 1987. Here, I, I unfortunately I came out <laughs> at the losing end of a 38-36 uh, uh, score, but you know it's a special place, and 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 CFL fans definitely want to come back and uh, and and celebrate a great cup here in this beautiful city this is not just you know uh, this is not directed just at you but all all leagues and all entertainment venues even cultural venues how do you attract that next generation of cfl fan in an era of streaming in an era of uh, video games and tiktok and and all those things that actually 
you know, that can take you away from the traditional sporting event. And in many cases, you've got big screen TVs now. It's very comfortable to be at home and watch a game as well. How do you get those folks into the seats this day and age? Well, yeah, Jazz, it's a great question. And I'll tell you, I think you can take a lot of lessons from what's going on here uh, with the Lions. They've done a really uh, good job. Very, In fact, a great job. You start with they put a really good uh, pricing package. So you get a, a youth a youth ticket for ten dollars, and and this is this is uh, Amar Dolman and his management team really thinking about that next generation, and then the parent can buy a ticket for twenty five dollars. So a very affordable way for a young fan in there and a parent or an uncle or an aunt or someone to take them to a football game. So they've done a great job, and we've seen a real a real uptick in the number of young fans attending. But but it goes beyond that. They're doing a really good job of creating an atmosphere in the stadium. It's fun. They're doing a whole um, whole uh, uh, cluster of activities around getting the fans engaged in the game, getting our young fans engaged in the game. They're doing pregame uh, tailgate parties, you know, that are really family-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I would say just the, they're just creating an atmosphere. And, you know, I, I, look, I watch a lot of sports on TV. And, Jazz, I, I'm sure you do as well. But in the end, there's nothing quite like getting into a stadium and, uh, and feeling, the, you know, feeling the joy that comes with sitting with a large crowd and cheering on your team. So, you know, BC's done a really good job. And I think this is a, there's a lesson to be learned for all sports looking at what the Lions have done. There's also a great emphasis in, uh, um, with the Lions, Mar Doman again, really focusing on amateur football, really encouraging kids to get out and play sports and to be active. I think those are just, again, some of the things that you do to generate interest uh, in our game. Um, it is called the Canadian Football League, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I look at uh, where where your teams are located. There, there's a a giant uh, hole when it comes to the Maritimes in regards to a region that could. We'd I'd love to see a team there. Not that I'm from there, but it's it does connect our country from coast to coast in many ways. I also look at um, uh, even cities like our capital, Victoria, with uh, probably a metropolitan area of about three hundred thousand. I look at areas like Kelowna with uh, great communities around it, Penticton, Vernon, areas that are growing significantly. Uh, talk to me a little bit about expansion, not just in the Maritimes, but are there other cities in British Columbia or other cities you're looking at across the country where there might be room for expansion? Well, and Jazz, again, great, uh, great question. And we've been talking about this specifically. Uh, so, you know, we are very and have been very focused on Atlantic Canada because it is, as you said, it is it is kind of the hole that we've had. And, you know, we want to be that coast-to-coast Canadian Football League. But you've identified beautifully cities like Victoria, cities like Kelowna, um, Quebec City in, in Quebec as a, as a natural opportunity. Uh, our strategy now, and the board is the board has fully uh, supported the uh, expansion to 10. 10 does a lot for us, Jazz, because now we'd have an even number of teams Mm-hmm. Now your scheduling becomes easier. Hey, on Labor Day, and again, Amar Doman talks about the, his desire to have the Lions play on Labor Day in a, in the Coast Bowl. So one year, you know, have the team from Atlanta, Canada, come here to Vancouver. In the alternating year, uh, the BC Lions would go to Atlanta, Canada. That would be exciting. But once you get to ten, then you got to then you have an opportunity to get to twelve, and everything after we get the tenth team. 
mm-hmm. has got to be done in clusters of two. So we are going to look at cities like, as you said, Victoria and Kelowna and Quebec City to name three. And that's what's happening. You know, the, the marketplace is developing. These cities are growing. And I think that's going to create a natural opportunity for the Canadian Football League. We've got a minute left. Uh, I understand you have a contract with ESPN, and I think the exposure at the end of the day matters a lot for sports. Uh, it, it is uh, still the number one way to reach uh, reach uh, fans and new fans as well. Talk to me a little about a little bit about your American TV deal. Yeah, so our deal with ESPN expires at the end of this year. Uh, you know, we of course have been talking with ESPN about potential renewal. But I'm happy to report that we've had several other several other groups express an interest in the CFL, and we're in conversations with those groups right now. You know, our our goal is to is to grow our audience in Canada, but our our, our audience in in the U.S. and around the world. You know, we believe, and I think rightly so, that we have the funnest, fastest football product in the world. And you know, we think that we we need to bring a little bit of Canada to the world through our great game and build bridges around the world and invite the world into a little bit of Canada uh, by bringing our game, uh, you know, into those markets. So it's an exciting time. And, you know, again, conversations are happening today with ESPN and with other potential partners. It's an exciting time for our league. Do you feel any pressure to change the uniqueness of the CFL, whether that be a smaller field similar to an NFL or adding another down uh, just because of there's lots of Canadian fans who love American football as well. But do you ever get enough uh, pressured to to change um, the rules, change the essence of game that makes it unique? You know, I, I think it's actually gone the other way for us. I think we're looking at our field as an example, Jazz, as a real opportunity. You know, we're 110 yards long. We're 65 yards wide. Uh, about six, almost 700 square feet more space per player in our game versus the other game. We think that's a real advantage. Uh, you know, this year we moved our hash marks in a little bit to create a, a more open playing field on both sides of the of the hash marks. We think that's been exciting. So, like if, if anything, I think what that we've done is really is really um, emphasize the opportunity that our game has. And again, our goal simply stated. We want to have the funnest, fastest, most entertaining brand of football in the world. And we think that's the brand of football that's not only going to attract the next generation of Canadians, but the next generation of fans uh, around the world. Randy, thanks for your time today. Enjoy our conversation. It's been nice talking with you and and best wishes. And I hope to talk to you again sometime soon. All right. That's Randy uh, Ambrosi. He is the CFL commissioner, of course, in town for tomorrow night's game uh, uh, against uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and uh, hopefully a Western semifinal against Calgary on November 6th uh, as well.